Well, welcome to Beyond Battle Creek. Today I'm joined with Andrew Barron. Welcome to the pod, man. Thanks. Glad to be here. Man, listen, I, there's not many people that have seen your face. Uh, so th- if you're watching this this podcast or the show, like this is Andrew Barron, but he is behind so many things that you do see here at our church. So Andrew, tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So I'm the creative director here at Battle Creek. I've been on staff for uh, just over six years and our team gets to do all the videos, the graphics, the print materials, the handouts, website, marketing, billboards, radio ads, anything that has a design or a logo or hopefully looks good. Like that's what our team gets to be part yeah. of. Uh, they may know your wife works here as yeah, well. My wife, Alyssa or AJ, she's the fourth and fifth grade minister here at the Broken Arrow Campus. She's also on like welcome videos yeah. and like she, her, she does a lot. She does a lot. Here. She's very talented. Yes. I, I think I was on staff first, but she's the favorite A. Baron that's on staff. But that's up for debate. I would say <laughs> oh, that's up for debate. We love her too, but um, yeah. And and at home, you guys got two little furry babies. Yeah, we've got Tinley and Knox. Those are our puppers, and uh, one is scared of the floor, and the other would run to every person and love to meet them. So I love it. I love it, man. So before we get to all things creative, listen, there's some moments in time where God like illuminates how amazing his plan is and how he has worked across the whole world. And the large world became small when you and I realized something really unique. When I yeah. first started working here a couple of years ago, um, you were in, you're a big Mississippi State fan. Yes. I mean, if, if, if you if you know Andrew, you know he is Hail State all the way. Yes. You know what I mean? More and so I said, hey, we're Mississippi State. I is that, you know, how's that? And you said, I went to school there. And I said, well, I used to live in Tupelo. And so everybody was Mississippi State. He was like, well, listen, I lived in Corinth, Mississippi. Now, listen, if you know anything about, you probably don't, if you're listening you from Oklahoma, don't. Corinth is like the Northeast corner. Like there's not a whole lot in Corinth, actually. Uh, there's the railroads and the drugstore. Yeah. We stop at that Sonic sometimes going to my parents' house. Right slug there. burgers. Oh, it's, I'm not, but you can. Okay. Uh, but anyway, we were talking about Corinth. I said, I lived in Tupelo and you saw us Corinth. I said, but then I moved to Jackson, Tennessee. And you said, that's funny. We lived in Jackson, Tennessee. And I was like, well, yeah. when did you live in Jackson? And we lived in Jackson, Tennessee, in West Tennessee at the exact same time. And you told me that your dad was a pastor of a church of Calvary Baptist Church. And I said, Andrew, this was wild. We visited Calvary Baptist Church several times to see yeah. if it was going to be our church. And so small world, man. I was a little, I'm a little older than you. So Jeff, as a ninth grade boy in high school and little toddler, Andrew probably yeah. running around, we're in the exact same place at the exact same time. Yeah. And here we are Mind today. blown. Look at <laughs> how in the world, right? Yeah. So there's not many people I can look back and say, man, I know your dad. Like I yeah. met him. And yeah. uh, so, but your dad is a, was a pastor for a long time. Yeah. Right? He was, he was a worship pastor, uh, over, I mean, that was his whole career up until, you know, probably about five, six years ago. And, uh, that was my whole upbringing was I was in the church nine months before I was born. And, um, and it's funny, I think because of how much I was in the church, I, I love God. I love Jesus. I saved at a young age, but because of what I saw from the, the behind the curtain, I was like, oh, I'll never work for a church. And then here I am. You know? <laughs> Look what God does. I'm yeah. going to say we're never yes. going to do something. Yes. Yeah. Never say that. I'm never going to win the lottery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, so, I mean, listen, you were a pastor's kid mm-hmm. and now, now you're in, in a creative pastoral role here. Yeah. Like how did you get from Mississippi yeah. to Oklahoma? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, my dad, you know, was in ministry his, you know, all of his working years and, um, 
we moved around a lot. Like I said, uh, lived in Corinth and uh, New Albany and Horn Lake and Jackson. And uh, when I was a freshman in college or in high school, we moved out here to Sand Springs. And that's where I graduated high school and went back to Mississippi State to get back in the South. You know, I don't know if you know this, but when I moved here, no one had sweet tea, not even McDonald's. It's a sad, Cracker sad Barrel. Day. There was one Cracker Barrel, and it was the only place that had sweet tea. But It's amazing to me how many people drink unsweet tea in Oklahoma. It's ridiculous. They serve it, and I'm it's like, why would you sound. serve this nasty? <laughs> but if those of you who like unsweet tea, you can be weird, okay? Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah, this is the perfect place for imperfect people. <laughs> um, but uh, So I met Alyssa at Mississippi State and uh, was doing mechanical engineering and um, – realized that was not my calling, uh, partially because I was bored and didn't go to class. So that kind of motivated me to lose my out-of-state tuition waiver. Sure. <laughs> um, so I came back to Oklahoma State and did uh, graphic design. I actually kind of changed my major at Mississippi State. Came back to Oklahoma State and, and loved their motion design program. And so Alyssa and I were doing the long distance thing and trying to figure out, okay, where, where are we going to live? And uh, again, as things seemed to go. Alyssa said, yeah, anywhere but Tulsa is great with me. Um, so I was living in Tulsa, commuting to Stillwater, working at a photography company here and uh, interviewing kind of all over the country, Cincinnati, Seattle, uh, Nashville, Memphis. Uh, and the, the best offer we got for my graphic design major was at an ad agency here in Tulsa. And so uh, we brought all, all of our wedding gifts that we from our wedding shower that we had in Tulsa that we took to Memphis because we thought we won't live in Tulsa <laughs> brought all those back and and um so we newlyweds were in Tulsa I have a job and an agency and uh we decided okay well we need to find a church uh I didn't want to go to the same church I'd, I'd been at the same church for 10 years but it's all my group of friends you know my youth group and Alyssa didn't have anybody sure and not that she couldn't find somebody, but we wanted to find our own church together. Yeah, start fresh, for sure. So the very first church we went to uh, together as a newlywed couple uh, was Midtown. Matter Creek Midtown. And Let's go. Uh, And we loved it. You know, Chris Hislop was there to welcome us and give us a big hug. And, love Chris. Um, and it was great. We loved it. And the next Sunday was like, okay, well, let's go down the list. Let's look at number two. Let's go visit them. So we went to another Midtown church. And we were there for about 10 minutes in the lobby waiting on service and not a single person had talked to us. And their services were at a little different time. So I looked at my watch like, you know, we got time to make it to Midtown for the 11. And so we went back and, <laughs> and I remember Chris was like, two weeks in a row, like that's a good sign, right? And we're like, yeah, like one, he remembered us. He probably didn't remember our names or anything, but he knew like, hey, they're newlyweds. They came for the first time last right. week. They're here again this week. And so we never tried any more churches and we started volunteering in the production and i saw a, a motion graphic bumper for one of the sermon series so i asked like hey is that something you guys contract out or what and i said well we're looking for somebody full-time i was like no nah, i'm not interested i'm gonna be here for a year we're gonna move to tennessee but while i'm here i'd love to help out but i won't work for a church and so i started interviewing for what i thought was some uh contract or freelance work and uh kept having doors open i, I told a list one night i was like i think Thank God wants me to take this job, like at a church mm. in Tulsa. After saying we didn't want to live in Tulsa, sure, and I didn't want to work for a church, and so I accepted a full time role. And at the time, it was just me and Daniel Loveland were the only creatives for. I think we had three campuses at the time, 
And I thought, man, they're not going to have enough work. Like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I'm going to make making bulletins on like the pink paper and using yeah. clip art. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> um, there was lots of opportunities for, um, not just for work, but for speaking into um, creativity and artwork as as a mission and as yeah. a ministry to help. And uh, it really changed my perspective of like, oh, dang, like this is this is what I'm called called to. You know, with uh, with mechanical, mechanical engineering, you're problem solving, you're figuring out the puzzle pieces. We're we're creating the pieces and fitting them together so that the puzzle helps you yeah. do something. So it's That's good. It's been like a full circle, but uh, like I said, I've been here, I've been on staff for over six years. Alyssa's been on staff for probably close to five. And uh, just, I mean, we uh, run our second house here in Tulsa. So we're here now. Like we love it. We're, <laughs> we've got our group of people and, and we love Tulsa and love Battle Creek. So that's awesome, man. <clears throat> so you, you mentioned uh, a second ago, you are the creative director of our, of our campus. What are some of the things that when people, what do they need to know about the creative department? What are some of the things that they see that you want them to know that is attributed to the people that get to work beside you? Yeah. So one of the things they tell you in art school, is like, yeah, you, you know, every artist wants to change the world with a poster or something. And it's kind of a joke, but, uh, but we can, like we have a message that can change the world. And so um, I think as you're seeing, whether it's invites to a kid's camp or it's, um, a handout for a sermon series or it's invites to church or it's, you know, a, a video of Alex on social media about the next series. Like we want to make sure that everything we do has a purpose right. and it's, it's helping, helping visually communicate the gospel in some way, whether it's setting up um, you at Midtown or setting up student pastors for their event. Um, we want to make sure that we're removing any hindrance that the enemy could use of like, even if it's something as simple as, well, I can't read that billboard well, that's a legibility issue we love fonts we're nerdy about that right uh we want to remove any hindrance that someone might have to come to church or to come to a, an event or even just to remember something and take it back home with them yeah so anything that we can make visually memorable and portable so they can take it home and apply it to their life like that's a win for us that's good somebody asked me like what does the creative department do all day and I was like, what do they not do from, from parking lot to pew, right? Yeah. We don't absolutely. have pews anymore, but you know well, what yeah. I mean? Like from signage on the building, the QR to codes the, on the back of the, the QR codes. I mean, talking, it's everything that says battle Creek came through this place and lyric videos. Mm -hmm. A lot of times will come through there. You've got all the videos in worship. You've got web, you've got social media. Um, you've got pictures, you've got banners, you've got shirts, mugs, oh my goodness. all the merch, the store, uh, shout out to the battle Creek store. Yeah. Uh, the vest, the vest. That's right. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot of, there's so many things that people would not say, Oh, that came out of the creative department. Cause it just is accepted that it just happened. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of people will say good design is invisible because that means it's working. Yeah. Um, so you, you probably don't think about it unless you're actually looking for everything that, Oh yeah, someone had to print that. Someone had to Design these blanks so that you can fill them out correctly. I tell you, one of the probably one of the best compliments I can give you is that on all we have great gear at the church. We're trying just you know give people good stuff to yeah, wear, absolutely. positive message, Battle Creek Church, and uh, we've branded the gear a little bit. Like there's little tags and yeah. places that have even on, like on t-shirts. I love it. Yeah, it's like this little sneaky like little brand placement. Yeah. Well, my two year old looks at that logo and says church, church. Oh, that's awesome. And so my little Andrew, my little guy, uh, he recognizes that that is that's that's the symbol of the church. And that's so, so cool. 
If it's good enough for a two-year-old, there you go. Hopefully it should be good enough for other people uh, that recognize this Battle Creek, unless you're following somebody who's like speeding or being yeah. a jerk in their car and they have, they the, have the logo, they, they go somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, they, they probably don't go to Midtown. <laughs> uh, oh, it, it's sure. funny. We did a, we did the rebrand in-house uh, a couple of years ago, which if you don't know, we were the church.at. Right. And, and all of our name and equity with the community was under Battle Creek. You know, I, I, we'd hear people say like, I go to, you know, Battle Creek, I go to the Midtown campus. Like I'd said that for years. Um, and so we did the rebrand, but one of the requests was it needs to be simple enough that we can draw it in chalk at student camp on the concrete. It's like, huh, yeah, fascinating. Um, but it, it's funny. Like that's what we wanted was an icon or something that's unique, has some symbolism and some meaning to it, but can be easily recognizable as a brand. Yeah. So that's super cool, man. That's I've, there's a lot of things that I've I've looked back. I've been super proud of uh, that you guys have promoted, like have done. But that is one thing that in the short amount of time, <laughs> yeah, with all the major things that had to change with that, and the, really the whole it didn't change the mission of the church. It was just the name of the church. Yeah. We did it in such a, a quick turnaround, yeah, uh, and it was so effective. So great job to your team on that. You know, Thank people you. Are, some people are just jumping in and only noticed Battle Creek right. Church. Um, but well, some people always thought that was the name, which I think if, that's fair. If you hear people say, wasn't that the name the whole time, then you, you know, you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, you talked about working at an ad agency mm -hmm. and, and we've been talking about creativity and content, but I, I think it's really good. I like to, I like to think about it just as art. Right. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of creativity in the church and somebody say, oh, well, that thing was creative. Well, there's a lot of things that's creative that makes an impact and a statement. And, and it really is an, a piece of art. As you guys think about all the art that you're curating here, like what is different from creating art for a church versus an agency? Yeah. So I think there's nothing wrong with working for an agency. I, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't even looking for a church job. Um, it, and it is cool. It's fun. You're working on different projects. There's a lot of variety. Um, I got to travel a bunch. We did a bunch of destination marketing. Um, so, so on one hand, like nothing's different. Like you're still, you got fast deadlines, you are hustling, you're trying to get all this stuff. There's variety. I think the biggest difference is I'm not, I'm not trying to sell oil pipeline fittings and make them, you know, look super cool and have great photography. Um, I'm trying to align my primary calling as a Christian and, and spreading the gospel into my secondary calling of my career. Yeah. And when those merge and meet up, uh, it's pretty cool. So instead of selling someone, you know, Hey, visit McCurtain County. Uh, that was one of the projects we worked on at the ad agency. Um, Hey, come to Battle Creek church where you can know God, find freedom, discover purpose and make a difference. Yeah. And our team can help, uh, make it welcoming. You know, a lot of people's first impression of a church or a business, like it's going to be their social media, their website. And if we can help capture what is actually happening here mm -hmm. and, and show that, um, again, it's removing that like, oh, like I could fit in there. Like I could go visit that. It's removing any of those roadblocks for people. Um, so we have a better product that we're advertising. So it, it's very similar to an ad agency. Uh a lot of times we have creative differences. We have different ideas. Um, there's fast turnaround, but at the end of the day, we are, we have the best product in the world and that's yeah. Jesus Christ Come and on. the salvation that comes with that. And so it's good being able to market that in a way that's helpful. Yeah. Um, 
that's that's what where the win is. That's amazing. You know, I think God's and you look can look back and see this how God has been shaping you for this role oh, yeah. since you were little, right? Yeah. Your your love of art and yeah, you, all these things, and so. But you've been in church for a My long time as yeah. well. And how have you seen art in church evolve since yeah. you were young? Yeah, I've. Uh, I think a lot of churches maybe didn't have the money, or maybe didn't put the value in it, or they were more concerned with what color blue the carpet should be and having the committee meetings to vote on it. But I've heard people say, you know, God cares more about your soul than what our sign looks like. It's like, well, yeah, but people care about what your sign looks like. Yeah. And, um, we're not, we're in such a content devouring culture now where, where that is important and we're not competing with other churches. We're not competing with, I mean, we're competing against Nike and Netflix and anything people can scroll through on their phone, like that's our competition and our quality. I mean, the Bible says, do it as if unto the Lord. So if I'm going to make something and this is my act of worship is making this, I'm going to make it as if it's unto the Lord, but it's also got to be good. So that's functional to get someone in the door to hear about Jesus or give them a tool to help reach someone else for Jesus. Yeah. And I think the church is coming around to seeing the importance of that. I think COVID really forced that onto some churches. Um, but yeah, like if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. That's always been something we we've talked about. And, uh, I think churches are seeing that they need that. Yeah. And most people don't care about what fonts are being used, but when they see it done well, they know. Yeah. And so that's where we come in like, Hey, this is great idea. We're going to make it palatable for the normal person. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, listen, everything has a message, right? Yeah. Like everything that you do. And so crisp and clean and clear are such major things that you don't attribute to things yeah. unless they're not crisp. Unless they're clean. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, I was driving, we just had Easter and yes. I was driving from Tulsa out to Broken Arrow for, uh, for a meeting and, you know, billboards catch my eyes and there's a billboard that looked up and it just said Easter. And I thought, wow, that billboard is amazing. Like, look at the the use of colors and there's some really neat font in there that caught my eye that I was like, that's very interesting. And so I'm just enjoying at the, uh, just the, the art part of it. Right. Then the bottom of the billboard, it said, um, battle Creek Easter. Dot com. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's, us. Yeah. That's my church. I'm so excited. I was so proud of us because I hadn't seen that package yet. Right. It was just unrolling in the community. And so, you know, again, it caught my eye. It was clean. It had a purpose. Battle Creek Easter. And uh, we had a great Easter season yes. at all of our campuses. And so yes. um, attributed to a lot of things. Invest and invite. A company with great uh, marketing. And so um, good job to your team for helping uh, help do that. So. Thank you. We've, we have a fantastic team. Yeah. Speaking of your team, how many people work in the creative department? Yeah, we've got we've got eight or nine full time. Uh, we've got a couple interns. Um, we have people who focus on motion graphics and video editing and photography, um, the graphic design. You know, art director, video director. Everyone has like a unique uh, specialty that they can do, but it's really cool that everyone can help with everybody's projects. Like if we, uh, like we had the momentum, uh, series a couple of years ago. And I think like our whole team was on set for that shoot. Everybody was either, you know, grip or lighting or doing something, but, uh, everyone was involved, even though everyone isn't technically on the video team. Yeah. Uh, it, those kind of things, all hands on deck and everybody is so talented that anybody can step in like, Oh yeah, I can help with that. Yeah. Like they're all 
fantastic artists in all that they do and attention to detail is out the window sometimes to a fault with me like sure. i want it to be absolutely perfect but a bunch of multi-tools running around bunch yeah. of other men yeah. Yeah. yeah and women you got yes. several yeah we a lot do of, a lot of great women and men yeah. on our staff they're awesome and uh and the great what i love about the team is that they don't if something great is celebrated, like they're not just a person's going to raise their hand and say that was me. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, look at what, look what we did. Yes. Look at what look at what our team did. And, yeah, uh, it's been well, really and cool. it's really cool. And I, I didn't expect this because I was a graphic designer. And now I'm a manager of other designers. But when when something gets celebrated, usually that feedback comes to me, and it's really exciting. But yeah, you know, Sarah Wilson made that, or or Chavi made that. You know, Seth Piper colored that and it was, you know, fixed the color grade on that. And it's, it's really cool to celebrate that. One of the things I'm learning is, okay, now I got to bring that to them. Like, Hey, this story, you know, we did at Easter with Frank. I heard 15 people with a personal connection today. Like, thank you, Daniel Loveland for putting that together. Yeah. That's great. You know, you've got uh, every, if you've never been to the Broken Arrow campus, there's different tribes and communities that meet in office together, yep. you know, in different parts of the building. And the, the, the creative tribe is over here, uh, on, on the, what is it called? This, this, or in the south, south side of the building. Wing, yeah. And, uh, just a fun group of people, you know, they're a lot of fun. They, they're boisterous and, um, very, very smart and creative and talented. Um, but I was thinking about your team as we, even as we were walking in here today, how do you keep them motivated and challenged and encouraged that what they do isn't just for a product, but what they do matters more than that. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think just to be honest, this is one of the areas that I'm still growing in as mm. I'm not just a manager, but as a leader of creatives in the church. Um, I think even just for me personally, it's very easy just to, especially when things are busy or if I'm in a season of unhealth of like, here's my to-do list. I got to get it done versus, Hey, what's God trying to do in this or through this? Um, I think just like you would pray and prepare for a message that you're going to teach, like um, as we approach seasons or, or sermon series, like I want to have that same attitude of like, I have an idea of what I think would work and I have schooling that backs that up, but also I can hear from the Holy spirit of, Hey, this is kind of the feel it needs to be. And it's very easy to miss that. Um, not to say that we're not talented and couldn't figure something out, but I think when you have that anointing, almost like that blessing and that clarity, mm-hmm. um, it's it's going to be so much better. Um, I think you see it with worship pastors. Like you can tell like, oh yeah, there's something special. Sure. Um, so I think for me, it's a challenge and it's a, I mean, it's an everyday reminder of like refocusing everything. And so I think as I'm learning how to do that with leading a team, um, Sometimes it like if let's say we have a project that maybe we're frustrated with or we can't get it quite the way we, we like it, like sometimes it's just good to remind us like, hey, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, or or celebrating past wins. Like, hey, last time we did something like this, billboard. Did you know that Jeff had a couple come to Midtown that saw the billboard and that was like their first time there? This was I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. But you shared that with me and I was able to pass that on. It's like, okay, like we're not happy with the way the billboard art looks. Let's take a back refocus because there's going to be a couple that sees it and they're going to go visit Midtown for the first time. Yeah. And it's, it's not always easy. It's not always the default. Um, I think some of that's our own personal walk with Christ. Like the healthier we are in, in different seasons, everybody goes through different seasons, the easier it is to like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing this for Jesus. Um, 
but sometimes it's not easy and it's not the default. And yeah. what our goal is, you know, this is our act of worship. Mm. So we want it to be perfect and it can be perfect. And then maybe that messes up someone else's act of worship. So I think of the production guys. So if my act of worship is, Hey, we're going to make this and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be flawless. And I give it to the production guys on Saturday night at midnight. Well, their act of worship of creating a, you know, distraction free worship environment where tech plays flawlessly and the sound is good. Like I'm not setting them up well. And so it's the domino effect. And so that's part of my act of worship and, and leading our team of like, okay, this is our act of worship, but we're doing it for a bigger purpose. Mm. And it's not just us that's affected. That's good. So it's kind of like the twofold of why we're doing what we're doing and who else it's going to affect. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about we're at a church that values excellent, you know, visual worship. Um, everything that we do here is just, it seems like it just comes out excellent. And as I look across the landscape of churches, like we're doing awesome and we do wonderful, wonderful work. But as the, as the leader of the department, how do you balance the ministry side of what you do for the gospel with quality? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, it seems that ministry timelines and ideas don't always align with our expectations of what a timeline should be. And uh, you can get something that's good, something that's fast or something that's cheap. And you can pick two of those things. You can't oh, get all three. Good. And uh, so sometimes we're approached with a project that's, yeah, that's, it's probably an unrealistic deadline, but we know that like, that's your ministry. That's going to be the most important thing to you. So we've got to come back with a solution of, and sometimes it's not even a solution that, we can necessarily help with, but Hey, here's some resources that we think you could use. Right. Or maybe here's a scaled down version that we can help with. Or, Hey, if you save this and used it in August, we could even expound upon it and make it even better. The challenge is everyone's ministry is their most important thing to them. And so we do have to say no, you know, for the sake of our sanity and not working 80 hours a week, but being able to ask the question like, Hey, what problem are we trying to solve? Right. And if they can give us a good, hey, this is the problem, we can typically help them problem solve into a solution that works on their timeline or on their budget. It's probably not the first thing that they brought to us or brought, hey, we got this idea for this. Um, that's an awesome idea. We would love to do that maybe in the future. Uh, for now, this is probably what we can help with. And a lot of that's dependent on our relational equity with, with the other teams and so that it's not like, hey, you're not your idea. We're not shooting you down. This isn't bad on you. It's, we have two weeks. So we probably can't shoot a feature-length film. Sure. Um, but just reminding them, like, hey, we're here to partner with you. We're helping problem solve. And whether it's our solution or our execution or not, just making sure that we're helping them, like, with their ministry. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So there's a lot of good ideas that are still on the table that we haven't yes. been able to do yet. We, we call know? it the parking lot. We'll put that in the parking That's lot right. for now. That's good. But then there's been some ideas that you've done and they've turned out awesome. What are If you look back at the projects that you've done, what are some of the things that you're most proud of? Yeah, so I think uh, several of the sermon series packages that we've, we've put together, our team has put together, have been uh, really good at communicating not only what, what Alex is going to say, but it sets him up because it kind of subliminally maybe like, Oh, like I see that now. And, and I understand that. And that helps me remember, like if somebody says, Hey, what'd you talk about at church? Like, Oh yeah. Like 
I remember that because I can visually see it and hear Alex talking about it. Um, one of those was the Reputation series we did a couple years ago, um, and that was just like a, a two two man job. It was Sarah Wilson and, and Seth Piper, but we had the little model of the church. And uh, this is another time where someone brought us a problem and we solved it with a completely different out of the box solution. Um, but we wanted to represent how the church has kind of gotten a bad rap for being known of what we're against instead of what we're for. And so to represent that, we had this little model of a white church, little steeple, and we poured black paint and it kind of slow motion, beautiful, and just like slime down over it. Um, and then we time remapped it and it kind of went all the way. And it's like the reputation of, you know, the sin that we allow into our hearts mm, as Christians. That's good. Uh, it, it covers up the church and the message of the church. But what God does is he washes that away. So that was a really fun one. It, it was really relatively simple, but it was a great solution. We even used it for uh, some lyric video backgrounds and stuff. Cool. Um, I think Momentum was another really fun project that we got to do as a parenting series. And so Alex had the, this illustration of like your child is a rocket. So you've got to set them up well. You've got to make sure that their pre-flight checklist is ready and then they're going to fly and they're going to drop, you know, different stages of the rocket. Um, so like, okay, well, what can we do that's fun? Because that sounds super boring. And so we, we cast this kid and we wrote this short little story about a kid that's, you know, wants to play with a spaceship and then ends up playing alone and the dad comes out. It's super sweet. Um, but it, it warmed up people's hearts like, oh yeah, like this is, this is what parenting is about. Yeah. And so it prepared them to hear, you know, the message from Alex and uh, I think it was a huge win. Yeah. That's great. And can people, can people still go back and watch some of those yeah, videos? So I would definitely, you know, subscribe on YouTube if you're not already. Um, but you can go back and watch old messages and, um, even the, the podcast, we have this podcast, but if you've missed old sermon series, go listen to them yeah. if you can't watch them. Uh, we'll have Seth drop some links in the, yeah. in the show notes here. You yeah. can go and check out those things. I mean, I think about some of the things that have been impactful for me. Uh, Easter, my first Easter here, there was a video. Um, and I think that the video was entitled uh, Better Stuff. Strong, yeah, Stronger, stronger Stuff. stuff. Yes. That's it. And uh, it's just the story of this man. He's telling he's when he was a kid, he accidentally got into his dad's oil of his car and he was trying to wipe it off. And every time he tried to wipe it off, he would smear. Yeah. And his dad came in and was like, you need stronger stronger stuff yeah. and like that that was our sin and so for me it was a great visual illustration of like like we can't get it off but god has yes. stronger stuff and so been very very impactful there's been a lot of those things and yeah. uh and so if you've got a memory of something that the creative team did would you drop it in the comments yeah, below let us know. Uh, or let us know and just so you can that can be a great encouragement to the team to know that hey that one thing you know for me as a campus pastor the ease of the connect card and how yes. it can get to me through the interwebs of yeah. it and tech and it the website into my email address is pretty fantastic yeah. so that's been super helpful uh for things like that so man that's that's awesome. I think about our corporate worship every week, mm -hmm. you know, what kind of place does creativity and art have in that environment? Yeah, I, I think, um, I think it's different for different people, but you know, I, I'd say as long as it's just not distracting, like there's a lot of different avenues, um, where worship can be expressed. And we've done some creative things here where we've had live painting, you know, during the worship and then yeah. it, we use it as an illustration during the service. Um, I think even just our lyric videos and our lighting, like anything that can create an atmosphere um, where you're so 
immersed in, in the presence of God and what you're thinking through and, and seeing and processing, um, that's what art does. It, it speaks to your soul. Yeah. And so any way that we can use something out of the box to help people connect, like that's a win. And so, and, and maybe that's not on a Sunday. Maybe that's, um, maybe it's listen to, you know, a podcast or being able to re-listen to the message or something during the week, driving down the back road somewhere. Like I think the art is always subjective, but the message is not. Yeah. And so whatever avenue it takes to get it to you, um, we want to try all the avenues. Yeah, that's good. What about private worship? Like how, how would you encourage a listener who wants to involve art and creativity into their private worship? Like what, what can that look like? Yeah, I think it can look, I mean, for me, it was <laughs> practically, it was a hobby that I thought, oh, I can help the church with this. I'm artistic. I work at an agency. Um, but I mean, anybody has an iPhone, like, if you want to be creative, like take some pictures at your campus and, and tag us on Instagram. Like we'll probably reshare them. We'll use them. Um, if you're a painter, like just do it inspires you and share it with a Bible verse or something. Like I think people, myself included, never expected for art to line up with the church or using it for the gospel. Um, but it can, and it's very, very easy. There's lots, lots of different ways. So whatever God has given you or, you know, or you see that you want to be part of like, just start doing it. Yeah. Like, don't wait on, like, this is, this is your invitation. Hey, start whatever you want to do, start doing it. Yeah. And we want to invite you and as a listener to maybe follow some people that can inspire you. Who are some people that you follow that yeah. you can encourage them to check uh, out? Local guy, uh, Timmy Dwyer. Well, I think he's moved recently, but he does a lot of motion graphics. He's a lot of the inspiration. I love motion design. Um, he does a lot of, uh, just weekly, like he'll animate Jesus loves you in like six different ways. It's like, Oh man, that's really cool. I, I can know how he does that one. I don't know how he does that one, but he's always doing something with an encouraging message. Sure. Looks cool. Challenging to me both like, Oh yeah, Jesus loves me one. Also, I got to figure out how he did that. <laughs> and so practically I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I think for, for me, another one, uh, creative church, CRTV, um, Nick Goodner started that a couple years ago, probably, well, several years ago, they get to highlight, they don't do as much highlighting of church stuff, but kind of church creative culture and, uh, making sure you're staying healthy, making sure you're focusing on the main thing and not just getting, um, bogged down and, and all the to-do lists and stuff. Um, I think another one that's, if you're wanting someone to kind of challenge, you're thinking Scott the painter. That's mm -hmm. his Instagram yeah, handle. He's good. Um, he did an advent series that was really good. He's uh, he did like a realistic Christmas and you know of like the birth of Christ and he has a very specific like style. Like it's a white background, like a an outline with some gold fill. And some of his stuff is uh, is challenging. Like if you think about it, but it's always. Uh, it, he he knows what he stands for. And so he wants you to think about, Hey, what do you stand for? What do you believe? Yeah. And he does it with art to, to challenge you into your own thinking. And I don't agree with everything, like maybe theologically, but I love his attitude towards it and how he uses mm -hmm. what God's given him to like get people thinking. And, and at the end of the day, no one's always going to agree with me. Yeah. And that's not why I'm here, but I'm, yeah. if I can help people think and, you know, make a connection more with, with God, then, then that's a win. Um, at Battle Creek Church. Oh, that, that was a good one. one. Check um, that out. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of good content and content creators yes. that, that yeah. post on there. Yeah. So. yeah, some pretty talented people. Um, I think another one for me is looking outside of churches. So I think, uh, you know, Adidas always has something great. Um, Dribble and Behance, those are design communities that are already established and they highlight artists. And so I'm always, I see that, oh, that's really good. And I follow them on their new page. And so I have all these different people of different styles that I'm yeah. following across the world. And that motivates me to be a better church designer, a church creative director. And I see stuff that, this is the stuff the world, you know, sees and, and wants to see. And it's competing with sure. the attention. It's like, yeah, we can do this and yeah. we can do it better. Um, it, it's inspiring to like see what's working and know that our team can do that and yeah. do that better and do it with Jesus as the reason. Come on. Listen, art, art is meant to inspire, yeah. to challenge and to get you to think. And it, art shapes you. And so for us just to be mindful of the kind of art we're putting into us yeah. uh, intentionally, Absolutely. maybe some that's in like unintentional, you know? And so just to be a good steward of the things that God wants us, because they it trickles into our eyes and our ears, but it goes into our heart and our minds. And so yeah. art has a, can have a strong place in your home. We all have art in some capacity in there, but also the things that you consume on a regular basis as a part of that, whether it be shorts or animations or shows or movies or whatever. But um, those are good good places to start. I appreciate you sharing, yeah. sharing on that. What What's on the horizon for the creative uh, team here at the church? So we're about to go into summer. We've got the Giant Series, then we have Summer. Uh, with summer, there's camps, uh, there's a bunch of events we're about to kick off, you know, in the fall, we relaunch groups again. So there's a lot of excitement of getting back into what we would perceive as like the normal yeah. rhythm of the church, you know, Come during, on. during COVID and quarantine, there's a lot that we couldn't do. And we were trying, I feel like we solved a lot of problems as well of doing stuff online and remotely. Uh, but there's something about like, Hey, we're going to get to have you know, groups kick off in August together. We're going to have a, a dream team rally together. How do we make that special for people? Um, so th there's a lot of uh, big things coming up that, that I'm excited about. It's awesome. We look forward to seeing it. Yeah. Hopefully y'all like it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andrew, before I let you get out of here, lightning round questions. I'm going to give you two options. You choose the one that's, okay. you, that's your favorite. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beach or Mountains. Mountains. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Stranded on a ski lift or an elevator? <laughs> uh, an elevator has a hatch, so in theory I could get out. Okay, there you go. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Laundry. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Ooh, space. Ebook or paper book? Paper book. What's comfort food for you? Uh, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and a roll. I was gonna guess slim chickens. <laughs> slim chickens, uh, yes. Slim chickens. Uh, maybe a redundancy, but what is your last meal on earth? Oh, something my mom made. <laughs> Great answer. Shout out to Andrew's mom. Yes. Good, good cook. All right, last question. You're on a deserted island. Food and water are provided. Okay. What else would you bring? Uh, my wife. <laughs> right. That's a fantastic answer. <laughs> I, I set you up for success yes, for that yes. one. So, um, man, listen, we are, I just want to She say, might not want to be stranded there. <laughs> she might just say, like, bring your car so you can come back home. Uh, somebody said boat. Uh, get me back home. Yeah. Um, listen, we are, I'm so thankful 
and hearing your journey that God brought you to Battle Creek Church. And I'm so thankful to, as an outsider before coming here, watch the journey uh, of of growth, of excellence, and to see the team you guys have here, the excellent content providers, uh, and what we're doing, not just here in Tulsa, but how we're reaching America and the world because of yeah. the stuff that you guys get to do. It's a great partnership ministry, and it's one that's unheralded. And I feel like for you guys, just from on behalf of a campus pastor, like you guys are crushing it. And I couldn't be more Thank proud you. of what you guys are putting that. out and uh, look forward to all the stuff coming up in, in the future. So we have so, a great team and I'll pass that. Yeah, feedback pass along. that <laughs> feedback along. We're glad you and Alyssa are here. Thanks for being a part Thank of Battle Creek Church and look forward to what God's going to do through you in yeah. the future. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Battle Creek. This show is produced by Battle Creek Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. To keep up with everything going on in the church, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to share it. We'll see you next episode.